What's up, everybody? Ryan Satin here, WWE on Fox. Next month, Logan Paul is challenging Roman Reigns for the undisputed Universal Championship at Crown Jewel. It's a pretty big match, but before that match happens, we got to chat with the host of Impulsive here for Fox Sports, and I think you guys are going to enjoy this chat. So turn up your volume, sit back, and enjoy my conversation with Logan Paul. We're good to go. Logan Paul, thank you so much for giving me some time today. How's it go, man? Uh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I get that. I mean, that's the, the joys of doing Zoom interviews. Well, let's just get into the wrestling stuff. Uh, let's do it. What, what, what drew you to wrestling with everything that you have going on? Man, I look at my life. And there are certain things that I've done <laughs> that somehow have created the perfect cocktail for me doing wrestling. Like I, I, I love, I love doing stunts. I love putting on shows. I love being physical in, in front of a big state or in front of a big crowd. And the WWE is all of that. And it's really hard too. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done. And so adding the comp competitive factor, the fact that I like taking on challenges, here we are. turns out I, I, I found another thing that I love that I'm going to attack as hard as I can. So did you underestimate the difficulty factor before yeah. stepping into wrestling? <laughs> yeah. Yo, it, it hurts. It hurts. And, and, and I, 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 I've, kind of been saying this uh on a, on a few of my other interviews and i know it's like taboo and like the word fake is thrown around in wrestling a lot right but i, I joined the sport and i'm like doing these moves and, and 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 getting hit with these chairs and i'm like hey which which where's the fake part like I, the chairs surely the chairs are plastic right surely this this mat is a trampoline and is bouncy or the ladders are fake no nah, none of it's fake it's, uh, it, it hurts. It hurts. And, and it's funny because you have to do the opposite. If you actually get hurt, you have to act like you're not hurt and like continue the performance. It, it, your well-being takes a complete backseat to the entertainment of the fans. But that's what I've been doing my whole life, man. Like I, my mental well-being, my physical well-being, I don't care. I'm putting on a show and you're going to be entertained regardless. I definitely think that's the thing that celebrities underestimate the most when they when they have the idea of wrestling. Because I used to work at TMZ and I would, you know, do stories on like this, you know, this celebrity or that celebrity wants to do an appearance, and then usually after day one, they're like, "Never mind, this hurts way too much. <laughs> I'm out." Yeah, no, man, pain pain is great. Pain is uh, weakness leaving the body, as they say. Uh, sometimes it, that weakness takes a little bit longer to to leave. Because you're incredibly sore and you got to go to physical uh, or you got to go to rehab or physical therapy. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it's hard, but I love it. Did you watch wrestling at all growing up? Because I saw on your Instagram a picture of you as like a kid holding like a styrofoam tag title belt. But I don't know, like, were you a fan growing up? I was. I was. I, I wasn't a diehard fan, I'll admit. But uh, I mean, just like every other kid. You tune in for the matches. You know who the big guys are. You know the Undertakers, the Stone Colds, the Rocks. And they inspire the shit out of you. These people are real-life superheroes, right? And to think that I could potentially become that excites me. Like, I, I, I meet these guys backstage. They're just larger than life, literally, because they're massive human beings. But also, 
just so much, so much charisma oozing out of their veins and you know what they're capable of in terms of putting on a show and captivating. And I want to be that one day. So it's like, it's a dream come true. It's a dream come true for me. And I, I don't understand why I wouldn't attack it full force and give it all the effort I possibly could. Well, in talking about like those, you know, larger than life heroes, there's heroes and there's villains. You've kind of been, ever since Miz turned on you, you've kind of been positioned more as a baby face. But I think like in the the general, you know, you're generally perceived as a heel in the in the public eye to some people. Yeah. Uh, do you have, do you find it hard to get the WWE fan base on your side? You know, it's funny. I got, I got what they call a, uh heel tendencies <laughs> which is true i like to i like to ruffle feathers i like to poke and at the same time well, i'm a nice guy like I, I i i love meeting my fans in person kissing babies making the videos for the birthdays of of, of, of fans across the world like so i think i'm a bit of a hybrid like i at the end of the day i don't think it's deniable that i'm polarizing polarizing if you will but <laughs> good word for it. yeah that's no, a good word for it <laughs> <laughs> but you know you 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 like me or you hate me but as long as you're not indifferent i've done my job and i i i think i think i have done a pretty good job recently of just being myself and if, if i'm me what am i gonna do you like me or not i don't care i'm gonna put on a show you're gonna be entertained and at the end of the day you're gonna respect me you're gonna respect me me because i'm gonna hit that five star frog splash onto the table to absolute perfection a technique to a degree you've never seen before and you're gonna be entertained and that's my job that's what i'm here to do yeah no absolutely but i get that that it's still it can be mentally taxing though when you're like i'm a nice person why do people dislike me like i'm i'm like out there just trying to entertain people like why why am i such a polarizing thing so i i can get how that might be a little mentally taxing though so sort of um the arc of a person's growth is not always super easy to digest right away make no mistake i've given people plenty of reasons to not like me and that energy has sat with them and that's their sentiment to this day there's a bit of unwiring I have to do to show people like, hey, I've matured. I'm not the same guy I was five years ago. I'm not the same guy I was one year ago, right? Like I'm 27 years old, dog. I consider myself a kid in many ways. Eventually I'm gonna be an adult and I'm gonna work as hard as I possibly can and as smart as I possibly can, put on the biggest shows that I possibly can. And if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. I don't care. As long as you're entertained, I've done my job. Well, on that maturity factor, like what are some of the things that you've done to try and change that perception? I mean, look, I've taken out the trash now. Um, sometimes I even do the dishes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you've got a maid. You're not doing that stuff. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know what it is? It's a, uh, it's a compassion and empathy uh, and an and understanding of rationality that I that I didn't always move with beforehand, right? Um, a, a problem arises, instead of a knee jerk instinctual reaction that maybe the the fighter in me or the boy in me wants to lash out on you weigh your options, you survey the landscape and figure out what you want to do. It's bro, it's, it's, it's maturing, like, like, and not, not just for me, like, uh, folks often 
forget that the the people and and especially the social media uh, uh, stars, if you want to call them, online are are so young. And artists, musicians, celebrities they they are often really young and make mistakes or moves that confuse people. But like you're watching these people grow up in front of your face, they're gonna become mature, understanding, rational, logical adults one day, hopefully. And 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 if they do, like you have to understand that's a part of life. Imagine if you, you, anyone's life was on camera of 24 seven, since you were 18 years old, the difference between me and everyone else is all the mistakes that I've made are on camera. You've seen all of them. Like I'm pretty boring in real life, dude. I'm an introvert. I don't do anything. I just like, I lift weights and answer emails and kiss my girl, you know, like, <laughs> but, but online I'm gonna be big. I'm gonna be flashy and you're going to like what I do. You're not going to like what I do, whatever. So be it. Well, I love all that because I think that that's something that people wonder a lot about you. And it's cool to hear just that you're out there trying to mature. I think that like it shows the kind of person you are when, when you when you say that kind of stuff, you know, and it's cool to see your progression. Well, let's get to wrestling, though. We're here to talk about it. wrestling. What are you doing to train for Roman Reigns? What's your training like? Uh, I'm doing a lot of sit ups. I need my six pack. Uh, you know, no, no one likes a WWE superstar without a six pack. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting in the ring a lot. WWE was nice enough to actually build a ring in Puerto Rico, uh, where I live so I can train because at the end of the day, um, ring generalship comfortability in that squared circle is, is the most important. I'm finding that the more I can, you know, uh, uh take my bumps, bounce off the ropes, uh, practice my flips, obviously practice makes perfect, the better I'm getting. Um, and I can feel it too. Every single day I get in that ring and, and, and practice my slams. It's just a little bit better and a little bit better. But the physicality comes 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 easy to me. Truly, what I need to work on is my mic skills, man. I I don't I, I'm not comfortable on the mic. And this is where I think you mentioned it. Like I'll be I'll be on the mic at a show at Madison Square Garden, eighteen thousand people watching, all heckling me live, talking their smack while I'm trying to deliver a story. It's very difficult. Doing WWE promos is one of the hardest things I've ever had, had to do. And I have so much respect for the superstars who get in there, you know, every Monday, every Friday on SmackDown, on Raw, and, and, and rattle off this stuff to perfection, to the T, because I'm just not there yet. But the physicality, yo, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, wrestlers don't get enough credit for how quickly they're able to memorize lines at the last second on a live television broadcast. Like, another one of those things people underestimate for sure. Are you? Well, okay, wait. Are you? <laughs> since you mentioned promos, I, I was going to ask this. Are you? Do you regret telling Roman Reigns that you didn't know what the what chants were? Because the next show, I was there at it in Anaheim, <laughs> and they were just raining down what chants on you. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I try to live my life with no regrets. Uh, maybe I do regret that. <laughs> I show, I show my hand. Yeah, man, I, I would say something, and you know, for people who don't know, but like the all the fans at once will go what, and then I'll say a line, and they'll go what, and I'm like, what do you mean what? I just said what. Shut up, listen to what the fuck I'm saying. Excuse my <laughs> English. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, they, they pick on me. They, they pick on me, man. <laughs> Take advantage of me. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie, dude. I am like, and I have never been one to what chant ever. Like, I'm so like, I'm the same way. I'm like, why are we yeah. doing this to the person? Yeah. Let them talk. But after you said you didn't know what, what chants were, I now did find do myself it. in the crowd. Like what? 
What? <laughs> now you got to do it. I asked for this. You sleep in the bed you make, and I made the what bed. <laughs> uh, when you said, I am the table, did you know that that was one of those inside <laughs> wrestling jokes from Botchamania already? No, wait, what? So there's like a thing in wrestling called Botchamania, and basically it's like this, it's like this YouTube channel, or it's like a series of videos that have been going on forever. Okay. And they highlight when people mess up, basically. It's, it's, okay. it's all lighthearted. And it's like when there's a little mistake, a botch, you know? And there's a thing on there when someone tries to put someone through a table and the table doesn't break, they have a thing where they go, I am the table. Oh, and so they God. even sell I am the table shirts. Like, it's a whole thing. Uh, so when, no. you did, when you said, no, no, no. When you said it, they were pumped. They were like, oh, my God, this is like our thing. Like, they oh, were excited. Really? So you... You weren't familiar with it at all. No, I thought I was being incredibly original, uh, but also not really because, like, I call myself a, a table. Like, wh what? Why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> and, you and watch then, it. It's funny. Okay, I will. And I'm also not going to stop calling myself the table. I am the table. <laughs> because because here's why. I'll tell you. Follow me. Roman Reigns, tribal chief. Roman Reigns, face of the WWE. Roman Reigns, head of the table. I am the table. If you remove me from the equation and Roman Reigns is the head of the table, what he's not, there's no table. He's just a guy sitting in a chair. You uh -huh. see what I'm saying? If we, yeah, without, yeah, mathematically, this table, makes sense. Without the, without the table, there's, there's no show. You're just a guy sitting in a chair who's big. You're just a big tattoo guy sitting in a chair who looks like Aquaman. He needs me. He needs me to make him the head of the table. And so that was the logic there. Uh, I'm going to continue saying it. I don't care how stupid I sound. <laughs> Mathematically, it made sense to me. Don't worry. I got it. Logically, if there's well, no table, there's no head of the table. table. It's so. not, well, it's but geometry. Um, have you been training with Drew Gulak? You said they sent you a ring. Uh, is he the yeah. one out there training you? Yep, he's one of them. It's him and uh, Hurricane Shane Helms. Yeah, he, Drew's the... Uh, Drew's been the the body I've been I've been kind of maneuvering and navigating with uh and and you know he's incredibly knowledgeable as well. Um so yeah, him him and Shane uh have have been have been coaching me because you know I don't have this luxury of having the learning curve like like a lot of these wrestlers do. I need to get incredible now. I need to get I need to get incredible yesterday. I'm taking on the best the WWE has to offer in what? 2 weeks, th 3 weeks November 5th Crown Jewel. I got no time, man. So, so like send, send everyone you got and every resource you have to make me good now. Well, okay. Let's say you wanted more resources. So Roman Reigns has the bloodline. You don't have your own faction. If you had to build your own faction of celebrities or influencers, who would you have on your squad? I mean, come on, dog. I don't know if I need anyone else other than Jake Paul. That guy got a cannon at the end of his arm. He got the right hand of God. He, he's my brother. Like, talk about a bloodline. Uh, my business partner in prime, KSI, also an incredible boxer. KSI and Jake got beef, so there's going to be some inner tribe <laughs> uh, uh, feuds, I imagine. It'll be a real Jay Uso, Sami Zayn situation. Yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, I have my podcast uh, co-host, George Janko, Mike Malak, uh, who are, who are uh, you know, I, I think ineffective uh, and useless is the word I use in terms of physicality, but uh, they're bodies and they could be used <laughs> as distractions and smoke bombs. 
it's like a real rope a dope kind of thing where you're just tossing them in there to wear out. Yeah, the other exactly, guys. exactly, exactly. And Mike, Mike's big. He's like six foot three, about two ten, and he hobbles. So like, you know, I'm sure he'll get in the way just enough to, for us to get some knockout blows in. Well, lastly here, I know I only have you for a short amount of time, but you mentioned your brother there. Uh, do you think that we'll ever see Jake in WWE at some point? Um. <sighs> Truthfully, I think it's ine- inevitable. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm biased, but I think what we're doing is incredibly exciting. At least, for, at least for me personally, it is incredibly exciting. I often try to separate me as the entertainer and me as a consumer. And if I were watching two brothers take over, and I use that word intentionally, take over two highly entertaining sports, boxing. And wrestling in a way that has never been done before, my curiosity would be piqued. He's fighting Anderson Silva, one of the greatest combat sports fighters of all time. One week before I take on the tribal chief, the face of the WWE for the title in Saudi Arabia, crown jewel. It's never happened before. It's unreplicable. You can't duplicate this. History is unfolding in front of your your eyes live, and people are going to choose whether to tune in or not. And I'm urging you to tune in because you're going to want to watch this. We're making history as we speak. And I think Jake's crossover into the WWE is inevitable. And, bro, I need a bloodline. Roman got his. I got mine. Where he at? <laughs> I mean, if you got, like, a like a, bo- a popular boxer in your family, it would only make sense to add them to your What's own up, dog? What's good? You know <laughs> Dude, Jake Paul could take out both of the Usos and Solo and Sami Zayn by himself and leave Roman up to me. But we could do it. He just needs to get involved. Well, I look forward to seeing that happen. And I look forward to the title match, man. I'm really excited to see you do your thing, Crown Jewel. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for the time. Yes, of course. Have a great day. Thank you for the time. Sir, peace on me. 